Hey guys, thank you so much for downloading the episode. In this episode, you're going to listen to us talk about a recent sex survey that came out about sex and robots and where it's going to lead humanity. So you'll hear our opinions on that. We also talk about some trashy television from polygamy to the pimple poppers to an up and coming favorite of ours from our childhood trading spaces. You'll hear all of that, plus two awkward moments that we gleaned through the internet to find for you. They are very relatable to us. We hope you enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you, from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? First of all, where did you get $5,000 to buy this whore? Paula? Nah, I'd rather just rub one out. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, episode 245. Thanks for downloading this show. I'm Jamie with my sister Paula. I'm just going to get right into it because why not? We are pretty unfiltered. We talk about pretty much anything. You know, we don't have, I don't have anything that I wouldn't talk about, right? No, I mean. I can't since- think of anything anyway. I mean, we've talked about our pap smears and mammograms and poop and butts ha- and. Ass play and. All of it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I wanted to get off to the start. I had, li- I was listening to another show and they had mentioned briefly a survey that had been taken. I don't know the number of people that were questioned, but it was interesting and I thought we should probably talk about it. Okay. So this, it's a sex, somewhat of a sex survey, but the bottom line is this. One in four men would consider having sex with a robot. Really? Yes. And I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked because I don't know about you, but I have definitely seen those weird, uh, not their documentary type shows. What is that one thing? Not not the cat house one, but there's another one on HBO. Oh, it was well, it used to be called Real Sex. That's it, Real Sex. They would they would literally have to dig deep to find these men who have actual relationships with sex dolls. Mm-hmm. Oh, but now technology has caught up, and these sex dolls are now robots. So they are more than just laying pieces of silicone. They move and blink and, God forbid, they say, make noise. I think they do make orgasmic sounds. <sighs> I don't know why it's necessary in life. Like, are, are women that bad that you have to buy, buy one? Well, you can buy one, you know. You don't, I, well, you don't I think have the to. way that they look, they're so sophisticated and how they're designed that they're really quite attractive looking. Well, sure. So if sure. you're, you know, the kind of guy that wouldn't get that kind of girl typically, mm-hmm. then you can. And I think they're like five grand or something. That's that's doable. That is a doable price. <laughs> People can save up for that. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's doable. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a reasonable offer. <laughs> I wonder if there's any used ones. Oh, that's gross. I, I know. Well, yeah, the whole thing is unsettling to me. I mean, I, but then again, I like real. So, you know, God forbid. Here's the thing, though, is this is just a survey. They, right. I mean, one in four guys would like to think that they would. <laughs> but when you given know, the actual opportunity sex robot doll but then when they're in there and it's like 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. And suddenly think yeah. of that, you know, what is that little redheaded robot from the 80s show? <laughs> For, what was her name? Oh, oh. Was it like Annie or oh, Cherry or something? Yes. I don't know. I just think maybe they only interviewed four men and one went, yeah, I think I'd do it. You know, I mean, it's possible. I'd it's a very it. small survey. But uh, one in four men would consider having sex with a robot. Almost half of the U.S. adults think having sex with robots will be a common practice 50 years from now. It won't be so niched. It won't be such a fetish type thing that people will choose artificial over real half the time. That's upsetting. Isn't that upsetting? The reason that I wonder is that, you know, women use, well, everybody, I mean, not just women, but, you know, humans do use sexual devices that are run yeah. off of batteries or whatever. So is this just the next step? Yeah, but I mean, if I'm using a vibrator, it's it's from... The lack of opportunity to have sex. Right. It's so, not because I'm, you know, it's not because there's someone available. And right. I'm just like, nah, I'd rather just rub one out, <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm definitely with you on that. I just wonder, I mean, is it just the next level of dildo or vagina? I mean, I don't know. Instead of just having the little piece, now you have the whole package it's funny, though, because I would think for women, it's like, you know what? <laughs> there is not one woman on the planet who couldn't get laid if she wanted to. Not one. There's always someone willing to have sex with a woman, no matter what. I, I, I think it's 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 an advantage that women have. Right. I mean, I think so. I just I just would hope that a man would choose a woman over a robot when given the opportunity. And I think there are men who would choose the robot. They don't want to deal with the other part, the intimacy part, the part that where women <laughs> the go. awkwardness, like yeah, where, where they're thinking, go, "Can I have a towel?" <laughs> or no, I don't even think it's that. I think it's the the kind of thing where it's just like I really kind of want her to go, but I don't <laughs> like know. I, yeah, it's like I don't want to be a dick about this. She but... looks like she's falling asleep, and oh, God. this is just. You know, I should I ask her if she wants an Uber? I have an early meeting. <laughs> yeah, know? do I have to do the early meeting thing or how do I do this? Yeah. So I'm going to need you to go. Yeah, I think that comes up more often. Mm hmm. You're right. Whereas if they do, if they have the doll or the robot, they can just put it in the, the closet and be done with it. They don't even have to. They just can push it off the side of the bed. Yeah, that's true. They can just throw it off the bed and trip over it in the morning when they have to pee. That is true. I don't know. 42% think it would be safer than having sex with humans. Well, of course it is. What are they yeah. going to get? Herpes from Pregnancy, a Pregnancy, chlamydia. They might get a I virus. Mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. The thing I think for me, when I think about men owning a, a female robot that they have sex with, is that. And this is a very general t statement, so I don't really care, though, uh, is that they're not the most clean of humans. They don't they're not pretty. They're not necessarily really pristine in their cleanliness. So a man has something like that. I mean, are they really going to Clorox wipe that thing down? Are they really going to hose out the orifices? 
Well, you know one would saying? hope so, but... I mean, is there going to be a receptacle in the anal region for them to dump out or clean out? Ugh. I mean, is the whole thing dishwasher safe? I mean, like, what are we talking? For me, that's my problem. Hey, is that it's that's a good idea. Dirty. You just detach the pelvis, toss it in the dishwasher. Yeah, but, I, that's, but, but that's my thing. It's like, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work for a guy to do. It's like... It's like sheets. When when a twenty something dude is has a, his own place or his own bed, and he's responsible for changing his sheets, how often do you think they really change their sheets? I have son. I have a son who went to college. I know exactly how often that is. It's not. Uh, it you, isn't. You assume there's a second pair of sheets to change. Right. <laughs> exactly. So my point is with this thing, the sex doll or the sex robot. What are we talking as far as, you know, the the daily or weekly? Because, first of all, men would fuck it daily, multiple <sighs> times, initially. If you're going down this road, you're taking advantage of it as much as you can possibly handle. And then, I mean, are they going to go through the effort of cleaning it every single time? No. No, they are not. Well, it's just me, so what does it matter? Right? Uh, it just, yeah. the whole thing is gross. So that's where I, that's where I struggle with it, is they're going to give themselves an infection. This is yucky. Something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And women said just 9% said they would consider mechanical lovers. Only 9%. And I don't even know what that is. Like, depending, if you surveyed 100 women, you know, what, nine, nine? Is that how math goes? That's what I'm guessing. Well, you surveyed how, it doesn't matter however many you surveyed, of 100%, 9% of them. Said they would consider it. Said they would consider it. Whereas with men, it was 25%. I think that's reasonable. But but the the 9% are like, well, what's the difference between that and a dildo is probably what they're thinking. I wouldn't do it. (laughs) Just putting it on the record. I wouldn't do it. It would do nothing for me. I'm not a big fan of the dildo anyway, though. Personally, I'm not not a fan of the dildo. But, I mean, I'm all about the bullet. But dildos, to me, are just not... They're just not my thing. I prefer a real one. Do you think the men know the difference between a dildo and a vibrator? I mean, no. I really don't. I'm not sure. Just quick education here. Quick education. Yes. A dildo looks like a penis. Mm Mm-hmm. And some get ridiculously crazy, like large and all of those. You can get all, you can get very porn. You can get where you flip a switch and it starts like, you know, (laughs) it looks like a, it looks like a ride at the fair. It looks like one of those dancing flowers, (laughs) you know? Yeah. It 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 can start doing, or it starts doing like these weird, like dancings and things like that. Those are dildos. Yes. vibrators are very different and and some dildos do vibrate some have a vibrator attached that is confusing but it's confusing a vibrator is literally just the size of like a hard-boiled egg maybe mm-hmm. a yeah. lips a lipstick tube yes you know it's usually very small it doesn't get inserted anywhere not usually although some people choose to want to put it in there for their own pleasure <sighs> Yeah, you can, but, but you it, can. and it usually is just strictly for clitoral stimulation. Outer stimulation, for sure. So. Yes. It is true. And if your man wants one, get him his own. Don't share it. <laughs> I wouldn't, I would never share Harvey. Harvey. It's mine. <laughs> no. I don't have a name for it. I would never share Peter Rabbit. Just hello, lover. (laughs) 
Oh, Daryl's traveling again. Well, Rusty, <laughs> guess it's time to get out there and do your business. Rusty. <laughs> they also, the data showed that men and women are split about whether intimacy with a robot would be cheating. If I walked in and I saw <laughs> Daryl fucking a robot, there would be a whole laundry list of situations in which we would have to have some discussions. It would be bad for him. There's there's nothing good about what that would entail for him in any way whatsoever. I would think, like, uh, you guys would need some counseling or something. Um, yes. Yes, we would. I'd be like, first of all, where did you get $5,000 to buy this whore? <laughs> Second, what's up? <laughs> it would be really alarming. It would be alarming. I saw, um, this was a long time ago, but I remember watching, it was like one of those good sex documentary type shows where the man had one. I believe he lived in Japan and he had uh, a sex doll. I don't think this one moved, this was before the movement, the robot ones. And he actually had a wife at one time and he started gravitating towards the sex doll because his wife was just too much work and she ultimately left him. And he now has a quote unquote relationship with his sex doll instead. Isn't that sad? Yeah, that's very sad. I mean, he chose a doll over a real woman. Well, but he said it, it was too much work. And so, I mean, clearly he has no desire to put forth any effort towards a real relationship with this one. He can put forth whatever effort he wants to. Right, you know. he has to dress her. She, she, and he dresses her like a whore, you know, like a stripper. It's disgusting. Yeah, and th- but see, and that's where I struggle with this whole thing is that just because we can do this, do we need to do this? Because now we're taking away the uh, requirements of dealing with another human being on an intimate level. It's just too much work. I'd rather just s- fuck a hole or a plastic pouch or something i I don't know i think the whole thing rubs me the wrong way really but eh. i think that men that would they said what like 50 years in the future or something like that ultimately will prefer these dolls or these it'll be common practice it'll be common practice yes it will ultimately demoralize and change their brain stem as far as how they view women it's the same thing that porn does. Because they will say that women are... It, it will actually... Just, in my mind, I wonder if it will create two categories. It will basically yeah. say, like, women who are dressed like this and do these things are strictly for sex. Women who do these, yes. these, these things are strictly for, you know, making babies, going to work, and, 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 and yes. you know, this... I mean, that kind of, you know, there was a time period when, when uh, nudie bars were really big. Yeah. Like really big. Mm-hmm. And and they I mean, they still exist, but you don't hear about them nearly as much as you used to. But at well, the time... I mean, most guys now, they're just... It's not so taboo anymore. Exactly. So the, the robot thing, I, I would... I like to think I have a little more faith in humans that this will still be a niched thing just like anything is you know just like anything is whether it's uh, going to strip clubs or uh, uh not porn because a lot of you know that's not the same thing but there will be things that you know people there are just those types of people who do this and that's who they are i i think it 
it diminishes their quality of life, but they probably don't see it that way. So I don't like the idea. I hope I'm not alive in 50 years to see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, we may be dead by then anyway. So, you know, good luck. Good luck, future generations. But... That's sad. But That's isn't really that an interesting sad. survey, though? I mean, I guess if you're forced to think about the technology that comes with, you know, things like that, you know, sex is just is up there just like anything else. So, yeah, but, you know, I mean, I like sex to be gritty and, you know, I would say I've been with enough men who don't view it cheaply, I guess. Yeah, it's not it's not just another physical act like, like brushing your teeth like that's that may be how they thought it was going to be but mm-hmm. i didn't ask him to cuddle me all night like right. that was their that oh, was God. that was their that was their choice i hate that <laughs> you know i hate cuddling yes i was close, i was more than happy cuddling. to put my clothes on and you know bolt bolt yeah but no kidding that was that was their choice Well, that's what I mean is that I think that um, I think there will be just like with any kind of niched behavior, there will be men who choose it. But overall, I think I would think that, you know, men aren't that caveman like. I mean, there are some that are, but overall, most men aren't like that. You know, they they need warmth and, you know, someone to look in their eyes that actually looks back at them and just Mm -hmm. not stares blindly like (laughs) like a robot. Right. Maybe this is another thinning of the herd. Who knows? Perhaps. Yeah. Who who wants to have a baby with someone who wants to screw a robot anyway? I mean, who wants to continue to have sex in a relationship with someone who wants to, yeah, have a relationship with an artificial or intelligent? What's just about getting off. Yeah. That's literally all it is. That's gross. I know. I mean, you know that that glazed over look like dogs get? You know, there's nothing to it. They're just staring at the clock. I hate that. But then I always just mad at myself. I'm like, why'd I do this? (laughs) (laughs) There's always that regret. And then, and then when it's bad, I get even Uh, madder. And I'm like, damn, why did I do this? Waste of time. Why did I waste my time? I remember one time, and this was a long time ago, obviously, because I've been married forever. But I remember one time I was having sex with someone, and it ended, and I, I want them out. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want them to stay. And so I would be like, all right, well, you know, closing time. Closing. One last call for alcohol. <laughs> and so they would get up. The, the thing I hated the most, especially when I knew I was never going to see them again, is when they wanted to kiss me goodbye. I'm like, really? Do we have to do this? Do we have to pretend? Mm-mm. Just go. No. I mean, it didn't happen often, but when it did, I'm like, ugh, Fine. Bye. Yeah. You know, I just hated it. God, closing the door and locking it, I would literally, I would practically skip to bed. I know. <laughs> so it was such left. a relief. Oh, my God. Such a relief. I, I, I don't feel bad about that at all. I don't. Not even a little. I don't either. Not even a little bit. Okay, so here's another thing we, you and I do not feel bad about, and that is our trashy television. I know. <laughs> I want to save the Seeking Sister Wife for the end, because I want to give you a, a, a very quick uh, review of the episode that I watched. The first episode aired. The next one doesn't come out for a couple of days. But uh, you watched Pimple Popper. I did. I watched. What did you think? So it was really interesting. It wasn't as yeah. gross as I thought it was going to be. I agree. It's done very tastefully. You know, if you just want to see disgustingness, then you probably should just go to like her YouTube or Instagram page. 
Her YouTube anyway. page is the best. I actually felt really bad for one of her patients. Which one? The guy that had like the two humps on his back. That one was alarming. And when if you and it's it's aired like ten times because my DVR keeps recording it because um, oh. it's indicating that it's new. So it's I've seen it and I watched it and this young man I think he's from Texas. He kept having fluid filled. He had fluid filled humps on his back and he's had them for a long time. Interesting. It had nothing to do with a growth. It was fluid buildup from a kink in his thyroid gland or something. Yeah. In his neck. And she called it. uh, I forgot what she called it, but she said that it's like there's a little hose in your Mm -hmm. neck and it's supposed to connect to the other, you know, end of the hose. But it wasn't, so it kept right. causing all this buildup. It was it was literally like brainstem fluid. That's what I thought it was. I thought he had a leak in his spine, and I was really scared that he was going to have something seriously wrong with him. Yeah. And although it is serious, and he needs some kind of vascular surgeon, yeah, he's going to be fine. And I was so relieved for him. But I was so sad and for him because he had been homeless, and he had, no. you know, he was never able to get a job because it was weird, and I know. you know all this I liked stuff. Him. And so she She's literally changed his life. I thought it was sweet when she says we're going to take good care of you we're gonna find a surgeon we're gonna find all these things and so yeah i think she was really gonna you know help him out and so yeah and then uh the girl from our town oh my god i know how crazy was that and she was wide awake for that entire procedure and she's like can i look and she they're like no you can't watch she wanted to watch her own surgery and i'm thinking wow that is one brave person because i would I would pass out. I would, I don't want to see myself filleted. They definitely must do a lot, a lot of lidocaine when they. Well, they they did, they did. So what I'm saying, people, is if you like Dr. Pimple Popper, definitely check out the show on TLC. I don't know when it aired. I think it's a Sunday show, but I'm not sure. Uh, definitely watch it. It's a good show. Yeah, it's a good show. I mean, and they, they, it is yeah. gross, but I mean, so not as gross as her YouTube channel. Yeah. So if you're, you know, weak in the stomach, I wouldn't recommend it. But no, they they take away they they edit out the part where she's numbing them and the stitching, and when she takes that little spoon and digs out the cyst, she doesn't do any of that on the show. But you can yeah. definitely watch all of that on her YouTube channel. Highly recommended if you're into it, and I really. I really enjoy it. (laughs) That's just me. The other big news in television is Trading Spaces is coming back. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And here's the thing that's that will make me watch. It is all the original designers. Uh, Vern Yip. Oh, I love Vern. I loved Vern Yip. Genevieve. Remember Genevieve? Oh, gosh, she was crazy. Doug Wilson, Hildy. Oh, she was my other favorite. Frank, Laurie Smith, and then, and of course, Ty Pennington will be back. Oh. Crazy Ty. And then the other cute carpenter, Carter, which I remember he, he replaced Ty, and he's a cutie pie, too. So they'll all be back. And then, of course, Paige Davis is coming back. That's awesome. So what the lady that, uh, no, wait, Hildy, she's not the one with the black hair, is she? Yes. Oh, Hildy's God, the one. I hate her. <laughs> I did, too. She is the of the notorious designer who glued hay onto someone's wall, if you recall. Or also 
stapled records, vinyls, yes. across someone's wall and ceiling. Yes, that and is I'm the like, same. Why are you doing that? What is going to be really interesting is because we're in a new era of home decor and do-it-yourself and flipping and all of that stuff, it'll be really interesting now to see, are these designers truly talented or are they terrible? And it was a joke all along. I'm like, I can't wait. I can't wait to find out. I'm so looking forward to it. I'm so glad they're all returning. Now, there are a couple, I think there's two or three brand new designers that they're bringing in. Okay. Okay. Uh, young, gorgeous-looking men and women. Okay. I can't. I don't know their names, but they're they're pretty. So they'll be a part of it as well. But I am so excited, and I really hope that they're terrible. I just want so badly. <laughs> well, we to already see. know that Hildy's terrible. Yes, I know. And it's like, who was the one? It wasn't Frank. Frank was actually pretty good. He Frank was the was older good. man. Vern and Genevieve Vern was, was a little eccentric. Vern was. Yip was, was like clean, beautiful. Yes. Lines. I remember, honestly, you and I, well, actually, all of us, we used to watch Trading Spaces with our mom. Yeah. It was like the, one of the only cable shows that we really liked back then, and we all watched it together, and mom is very opinionated as well. She hated Hildy. She's like, well, I really like Vern Yip. He's he's the one. He's he's the one I would choose. I'm like, we, I kind of liked Frank, the older gentleman. Yeah, I really liked his taste. He does good stuff too. The only thing that I ever disagreed with is when they would go with the gold or the brown or the rust. They always did these horrible colors on the walls. These bright blues and or these really deep greens. They would just go over the top, and I never thought it was tasteful. Never. I even back then I thought it was bad. Wow. Well, this would be exciting. I, that's good that they found people who still had neighbors that want to flip rooms. I know you actually know your neighbors enough well enough. To, there's enough to do a season of trading spaces. Well, this will be a good way to find out if your neighbors have any children change their beds or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. No God. Kidding. Paula, that was so terrible. It was awful. How do people not know that? In fact, well, that's my thing. Is like, how do you not know that you know this this tiny Tim lookalike isn't doing something weird in there? But you know, to be honest, I mean, we've only lived in our house for six months, and if something like that went down, we wouldn't have known. It doesn't take thirteen years, though. You would have figured something out weird, probably eventually. Are we really that? Well, yeah, I guess we are as a society. We just want to leave well and well enough alone. We don't want to open up a can of worms. We just want to live our life. But it just that one is difficult for me. Yeah. That one is very difficult. It, it reminds me of uh, when they found um, that Jessica girl, the one that got kidnapped and was held captive in the oh, backyard yeah. for her whole life. Yeah. Those neighbors should have seen something. Well, I, there, I, don't know. I mean, just, so many things went wrong with that one. Oh, it, it real. Yeah, you're right. A lot went wrong. But anyway, separately, I didn't realize Seeking Sister Wife, which is another little carnival show, <laughs> started. And I, I didn't know. And I just happened to see because I was watching the latest Sister Wives episode. And at the bottom, it said coming up next, Seeking Sister Wife. And I went, oh, shit, it premiered. So I found it on demand, and I said, okay, well, I need to watch it. Now, the show was an hour, and they are profiling three separate families. The first family is a husband and wife. Uh They're not Mormon. Oh. They are uh, looking at this 
in the anthropology type way of looking at it, he is the one who wanted multiple wives. She did not necessarily believe that when she met him, that was not her goal as well. She just kind of, she's bought into it now. Okay. But what they said is, you know, we've done the research. This was a very standard practice to have multiple wives to kind of lighten the load for everybody. Okay. And she, here's the thing. She's pregnant. Oh. She's due any day with number three. Oh, my. Oh, they have three. This will be their third child? Yes. And so, apparently, according to their backstory, they uh, had found a woman, and she was, they were integrating her, and you should see the look on their faces. They said, well, it didn't work out. She ultimately did not want what we wanted, which is a harmonious you know, group of adults who, you know, women are the best friends. And then she obviously helps with having children. The woman, the white, current wife, she does not want any more kids. Oh, okay. So she's happy to have. Now, the reason that he wants this, because there's always a reason, it's not either religion or something else. He has no family. He, he's essentially like an orphan. Yeah. And so he it, it has profoundly affected him psychologically. So he has this fantasy in his mind of having 15 kids, family, all together, all the time. And in him, in his mind, that's love and happiness and full feeling fulfilled. So this is a way to fulfill his need to have family. This isn't about religion or, or anthropology or anything. He just, he cannot consume enough to have a family, a big family. Wow. So that's, that's their need. And they're young. They're in their late, they're in their mid and late thirties. And so they're doing what a lot of people do. They're seeking their new wife online. They're going through, there's polygamy dating sites, apparently. Oh, I'm like, where, where are they going? Tinder or something? <laughs> are they going to Bumble? Where, where are they doing? So that's what they're doing. And so basically the way the wife looked at her face was she wanted to get her out and wanted the man. And it didn't work out. And she's like, well, it took us a year to heal. But it's been a year, and now we're ready to try again for another wife. And so now they're actively seeking a second wife for their family. And so that's not going to go well. There's no way that's going to end well. He is not getting his large family with multiple wives and 20 kids. There's no way that's going to work out in this society, especially if religion isn't compelling you, right? Yeah, they don't have a deep enough purpose, but... That's what I'm thinking. And this is... I mean, and you know what? They're beautiful people, gorgeous, good-looking men and women. Their kids are adorable. I just don't see this. I just don't see it happening. I don't know. I just don't see it working out. Well, it's hard enough for the, the Browns, and they have their religion. Yes, exactly. Barely. They're barely clinging to it at this point. The second family is, okay, and here's another thing. Man marries... And they're, they're Mormon. Well, there's some form of LDS. Marries his wife. And then immediately, you know, I'm, I'm a polygamist. This is what I want. I want to do this. He married his first wife. She was 22. He was 45. <laughs> and they immediately started having children. She has like five kids. And I think it was mm, probably a year or two after he married her. He married his second wife at 18. Oh, my God. What a disgusting... <laughs> And Gross. now, and she has, and she has six kids. And now he has decided he's got the calling. He's looking for another wife, and his first wife has the look of hell 
and she's like, I'm pregnant. I don't want to deal with this. And they're already courting somebody. The 18-year-old, who's now probably 25, she's all in. She's like, yeah, let's do it. Because she was raised in polygamy. And so she's like, yeah, it's time. Let's do it. And, you know, she's like, I know people think the age thing is a problem, but he's so loving and he's such a good father. And I'm like, oh, God. Wow. He's going to be dead. He's going to be dead. You know, I mean, my goodness. He's got all these collection of very beautiful young ladies. And they're all very attractive. They're, his wives are very pretty. Is he cute? So, no, he's 50 something and well, older. He's got to be near 60 now. And he's bald. I mean, he looks like a professor. <laughs> oh my I mean, it's just God. And they've got like a just a litter of children. And but what's funny is like the younger one's all in. The older one is, it's starting to grade on her. <laughs> she's kind of done with, she's like, really, another wife? Honestly, I'm not in at all. It is so savory to watch these people just be miserable. And I don't know why. And the men are just just in heaven. Of course they are. They're in heaven. And they're like, well, you know, everybody says, oh, it must be so great to have four wives. Well, you have no idea. It is really hard. And I'm like, you are a liar. Stop it. I'd be like, what do you have to do other than, you know, go from room A to B to C every other night? And eat all the meals that they make for you. You don't even take care of your fucking kids. They do it all. It's like, I just, I just, that that whole like, well, the women really have all the power in a polygamous relationship. I'm like, you are not, you're not telling the truth. I am watching three specific families in which every single woman has reservations and is hating their life. And the men are in heaven. Don't tell me they have control. That is bullshit. Anyway, so, you know, polygamy has reared its ugly head again, and I can't stop watching. Oh, my so, God. Well, you might have to up me, update me on that one, because I don't know if I can. I will. I don't know if I can dig it. <laughs> it sounds too miserable. <laughs> well, you know what? I just, It's the first episode, so, you know, they lay it on thick. True. Uh, and, then, and then we'll see. If it gets too, you know hippy dippy i'll be out i i can't you know but but so far they've been unable to prove to me and society that polygamy works in america that's all i'm saying right so, if you're a polygamist and you're listening to our show you probably agree so that's right. all i have to say about that okay so uh we are slowly starting to recruit people to send us your ugly and awkward moments but if you can't there's so many. It's so easy to find. I don't know what we're going to call this segment. We got to figure something out. We got to make it catchy. You know, we got to find a way to say, hey, we're going into our other ugly, awkward moments of the week somehow or something. Yeah, I, I guess we'll we just have to see what what it morphs into. I mean, yes, that's so we're in the raw stage, we're in the raw stage. So like Jamie <laughs> said, send us your ugly and awkward moment. Or if you find an ugly and awkward moment online, like you read about a celebrity doing something stupid or right. you read, you know, a funny story online or, or something like that, you know, yes. send it to us and we'll share. Um, yeah. That's going to be our Wednesday endeavor. Yes, we'll figure it out. You'll you'll literally watch while the cake bakes. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I found two. And these are little quickies. And the reason that I related to these, because these, these types of things have happened to me, and I'm pretty sure they've happened to you. First one... 
uh, it was on Twitter. It said, uh, I just bumped into a mannequin and said, sorry. Then I said, oh, I thought you were a person. <laughs> then I realized I was still talking to a mannequin. I've done that before. I've, I've done it. I've absolutely, I've run into not mannequins, just pillars at a store. And oh, sorry. And oh, at, wait. have you touched their hand too? <laughs> I, have you gone like oh sorry and like touch their hand like you know i didn't mean to bump into you <laughs> yeah, no, it's so stupid i've done that before do. oh many times the second one just tried a coat on at tj maxx it was the coat of a customer trying on another coat i, I can never leave again i can never go to the house and leave the house again how many times i have done this i've done this at the grocery store and I've done it at uh, the TJ Maxx Ross Marshall's place where they give you baskets. Mm-hmm. I have walked away with someone's basket. Oh, God. I've done it twice, at least that I can think of. One time I did it at a grocery store and I got pretty far. No. <laughs> I got pretty far. I got down at least an aisle. And what do you do? You know, you look down going, prune juice? What? Daryl, did you put prune juice in here? <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm alone. I didn't do that. Oh, my God. No. I've and never done that. It. No, I'm famous for walking up to someone and be like excuse me do these come in a size medium and they're like i i don't work here i don't work here <laughs> i do that all the time that's so funny well you know what happens to me it's happened to me several times and mom actually has this problem too i'll be at like cvs or you know somewhere and i'll be standing there looking for something and, and a woman who's at least 85 will walk up and say excuse me but do you know where the noxema cold cream might be uh, no, but here's the thing. It's not just one thing to go, well, I don't work here. It's like, oh, well, let's go find yeah, it. Yeah, I help them anyway. <laughs> That's what I do. We always help them. Then I go help them. I have, it happens all the time. Or the person that is dumb enough to wear cargos and a red shirt to Target. I've done that. But why would someone wear that anyway? That's what I'm I don't wondering. know. Like, that's just a fashion <laughs> faux pas. <laughs> is that, that's just a bad choice. You're having a bad day. Shouldn't be wearing that, so. Where's the Benadryl? What? Oh, I don't know. I'm just getting Band-Aids. I don't work here. It's like, you're wearing red and brown. Why are you here? Put on a coat. Like, are you sure? <laughs> God. Yeah, really. Maybe they do, and they just don't want to help you. That's funny. That's always possible as well. Anyway, so I will find some more. And Paula, obviously, if you find some, you will share yours. Yes, I will. But in the meantime, if you do have one, and don't be embarrassed. You hear what we talk about. You know. You know. We won't that say your name and be like, well, no. Tiffany Smith from uh, <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska, said that when she was uh, getting off the toilet the other day, we're not <laughs> yeah, going to do that. Off. I was watching Family Guy. I, I don't know why no one likes Family Guy anymore. I, they do. They just don't want to admit it. And he said he was it was a car, the cartoon and Peter was in the shower for something he goes, well, I guess it's time to get out and get on a slippery toilet and try to take a wet dump. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason the only reason that I laughed really, really hard is like, how many of us have actually had to do that? I have. God. You know, you're like, crap, you do got to You go to you're like, I have to I have to go to the bathroom and you're in the shower. So you run thinking it'll be quick. And the next thing you know, you have a bowel movement and you're like, God damn it. Jeez. I uh, and your your butt's all slippery on the toilet seat. Come on. It I, happened. I, At least as when you were a kid. It happens. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Yes. I know. Olivia came out in triumph the other day because she had been constipated. And so (laughs) she's like, yes. And she had had her hands in the air. And she's just like, I did it. And I'm like, well, thank you. I'm like, I'm glad. That's what I think. That's what I said. Congratulations. She's like, it hurt really bad, but I did it. 
God, she, I hope she doesn't have your bowel issues. I don't think so. God, I think she, do you really want to pull floss out of her little asshole? I think she has my mouth issues. That's what she has. <laughs> God. That's what she has. Really? So, anyway. Is she lippy? What did she say to me yesterday? Oh, God, this was so stupid. I was trying to ask Victor about the show um, Better Late Than Never. Okay. Do you guys still watch that show or... No, I watched I watched a few episodes, but I don't really need to see a bunch of bumbling old people. I think it's so funny. It's like it is funny. Just, I, I think William Shatner is actually they're all funny. Yeah. All all four of them are very. Good. It is funny, and so yeah, maybe I should watch. And it I asked again. Victor, I'm like, um, I'm like Victor, I'm like, what's that show we like to watch? What is it called? Better than I can or something? And then he's just <laughs> like. No, he's like, what show are you trying to talk about? And I'm like, <clears throat> I'm all the one with like the old guys. And he's like, better late than never. I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's right. And then, um, and then I went into the kitchen and I had already forgotten the name. <laughs> so, Maybe you should be on that show. I know, right? God. And so I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm only going to ask you one more time. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like write it down on this piece of paper. <laughs> like, what's the name of the show? Um, I, oh, and I, no. I, what did I say? Um, I don't remember. Oh, better than you. <laughs> I'm like, um, better. What did I say? <laughs> better late than something i don't remember uh-huh. and he's like he's like it's better late than ever i'm well, like okay it. i'm like I'll, it'll stick this time i swear I'm like i'll never forget it write it down and so then olivia's like mom look they made dory silly because <laughs> so, <laughs> she knew i had forgotten the name of the show and she oh, was mimicking geez. the time when i had flipped the uh, dory ornament upside down Oh, yes. Remember that? Yes, I do. And she's like, look, Mom, they made Dory silly. And I'm like, you shut your mouth. (laughs) So, yes, she does have a a little flippy mouth. She's got a little uh, cruel streak of humor, does she? Yes, she does. Oh, she gets it from us. She does. So, All right. Well, anyways, I think that's a wrap. So, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Hope you had a good week so far, and you will have a good weekend coming up. Look for us on Sunday, and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.